Welcome to ColtCast, a podcast devoted to some of the great things happening in the Comstock Public Schools. I'm Jason Hall, Communications Specialist for the School District, and I'm your host. The idea behind this podcast is to go a little more in-depth into a Comstock School story that you may have already heard a little bit about, and to give an opportunity for you to hear directly from the people involved. You've seen the flyer, but you didn't go to the event. You know that the team is playing today, you might even know that they're doing well this season, but you haven't been to the game. We want to take you to the game. We want to take you to the event. Today, we will try to take you to a few places. The end of the school year is upon us. The seniors have finished their last exams. They are done. Graduations take place this week. I did say graduations, plural. When we say graduation, a picture comes to mind. Well, I remind you that Comstock has two high schools. The commencement ceremonies for Comstock's Compass High School might not be what you were picturing in your mind. We share something about each student and their story, their journey as to what it took um, to get that diploma. That's Jay Birchmeyer, principal at Comstock Compass High School. Uh, I do want to say that probably four or five years ago, uh, we went to two graduations a year. So we have a winter graduation and a spring graduation, May 30th. So everything we do throughout the year is to try to get our students prepared uh, for the Michigan Merit Curriculum so that they pass classes and earn that Michigan Merit Curriculum diploma and ultimately are able to walk across the stage. Our students know and staff here knows that it's really their last chance, their last hope for a high school diploma. Next week, uh, we will graduate 15 to 20 students who will walk across the stage and get their high school diploma. Um, Because we're smaller, we're able to um, personalize our, I guess, ceremony. So we do vignettes for every student. That's been a very nice touch to our graduation. And by a vignette, I mean uh, we share something about each student and their story, their journey as to what it took um, to get that diploma. They also thank, might be staff members, old teachers, um, family members who helped them get there. And then we give a little bit about looking into the future. What do they want to do now that they're a high school graduate? Meet Roderick Carson, part of the staff at Compass High School. Well, I've been here since 2006, so it's been a lot of graduations that I've attended. Um, There's some powerful ones, you know. Some kids have really gone through some things to get to where they're at, and um, we're a part of that journey of helping them get through those struggles and those hurdles to graduate. Now meet Taylor Austin, who will be graduating this week from Compass High School. Well, I came here about three years ago after I kind of fell out from my from my last school. Uh, I got kind of kicked out for doing something bad, and we came here, and it just felt right. It felt like a great learning environment. Uh, all of the teachers were really nice to me. Everybody was just friendly it was just a great environment to be around it it made me feel better about moving to a different school 
they told me that Carson was going to read, like, a specialized note about each student when they when they walk across the stage. They're not going to have us just walk across the stage and say congratulations. They're going to say stuff about each of us when it's our time. My brother's graduations, were, they, they went to big schools. They went to, like, large schools, so they didn't really have that. They just walked across the stage and got congratulated. Mine's going to be different. It's an awesome experience, you know. Every time we do it, you know, the first graduation, which is in February, and then the last one, whether it be uh, May or June, it's always a great time just to, just to read those and just, you know, look at the parents and the guardians and the relatives, and they're, they're crying, they're tearing up, you know, and thanking us, you know, and just just a wonderful time and just enjoy it. We just enjoy it. We take it all in. We have a student that will be walking across the stage next week, Thursday. She has been expelled from public schools three times. I don't mean suspended. I mean expulsions of 180 days, plus multiple suspensions along the way. She has dealt with tragic uh, death in her family, and she's been through trauma. She's graduating. Uh, we're going to share her story. That's why Compass High School exists. Now let's take you to Comstock Stadium. Let's meet Tyler Wright, Evan V. Nice, Adrian White, and Bernard Whitehead. They are headed to the state of Michigan track and field finals on June 1st in Jenison. The team will be competing in the 400 and 800 meter relay. In addition, Tyler and Evan both qualified for the 100 meter dash, and Tyler will be competing in the 200 meter dash. I caught up with them at practice this week to talk about the prospects of a state championship. I'm Evan Vienheis. Tyler Wright. Fernard Whitehead. Adrian White. Okay. And the four of you are going to be headed to Jenison uh, here at the end of the week to have a shot at some state championships. Yes, sir. Do we have a chance? Yes, sir. Of course we do. Yes. Of course we do. Absolutely. How, I mean, how do the, how do the times uh, stack up? Now, the, the times that I saw in the paper, I'm guessing these are these were the qualifying times yeah. at, yeah. Uh, at a Average. meet. Yeah. Right? Um, but, you know, like, is it your best time? How do you, how do you guys stack it up? Um, and, and what do you think about maybe bringing a state championship home? We have way more to offer with the times. I think um, it was. I mean, it was important for us to qualify, and now that we got that qualifying time in, I think we're going to beat that when we actually go to Jenison and run against you know a lot of good competition. So. Definitely showing out your colors yep. at state. Every day we push each other. Yep. Every day. Also, like mentally and physically. Yeah. Also, I don't, I don't think a relay team has been on the board since like what 2014. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's been a while. So I think we want to get up there for 2019. So. So you got a chance. So well, absolutely. And clearly, I mean, the guys were, you know, as of right now, we're already ranked in the top eight, but we're not just trying to go to state. We're trying to take state. We're trying to, you know, push ourselves to, you know, to, you know, to really bring home some special for Comstock. So. That's Comstock's track coach, Michael Small. That's the thing about the relays. Relays, you know, you got four guys coming together with synchronicity and synergy to bring out something special. That's the reason, you know, it's, relays, doing relays is about a rhythm. It's about staying on the same wavelength. 
you know, perfecting the handoffs, perfecting that exchange, but really staying together, mind, body, spirit throughout the, you know, throughout the duration of that, of that race throughout the day. Right on. Okay, okay, so you do the 100 well, the first? The individual 100 is first. Yeah. Okay. And me and Tyler qualify for that. And then we have the 4 by 2 is the first relay. So we actually run that first, and then we get like a break, like a mile break. They run the mile, and then we run the 4 by one And so, in tr again, in terms of timing, uh, I mean, like, does, okay, if you guys are running in two, other races yeah. um are there qualifica qualifications within that it's more than eight teams or is it how many how many teams are competing there? a lot of teams yep it's yep this, you know you're, you're doing statewide d3 you know over the state so it's you know it could be you know 40 some yeah. plus teams so you're gonna run some. heats yes. yep, yep absolutely so you so you guys are gonna be running yes. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Running and, and that's and again that's kind of my question so yep. all right you know you you run that you know those first couple races you're feeling good about you, sure. but the day's not over. Yeah. Oh no. Right. And Definitely. so, how do, how does that work out in terms of in terms of mental attitude? You know, uh, in terms of physical. We just all gotta have to keep stretching and keep warming up throughout the day. You know, don't overstretch yourself because you're gonna might strain something in your arms, muscles, or something. Right. But always keep each other up. No sleeping. Make sure you're fully energized. I think as uh, Coach Small likes to say, stay hot. We gotta uh, stay, stay hot. Very hot. Woo! Woo! Gotta stay hot. Yeah. All right. Well, um, good luck to you. Thank you. Um, go Colts. Uh, I yes, hope sir. I hope you do well. Uh, bring us back a state championship. We got so, you. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's go to Decision Day. On May 22nd, Comstock High School students filled the auditorium so that the class of 2019 could formally announce to the school their post-secondary plans. The post-secondary dean at Comstock High School is Jimmy Cotter, and for the fifth time, he's organized a wonderful event where students celebrate the academic successes of their peers. So Decision Day uh, kind of mirrors uh, some of the things uh, and the celebrations we see, particularly with, with uh, prominent college athletes, college-bound uh, student-athletes, where they sign their national letter of intent to these prestigious um, you know, sporting uh, teams for, for universities, and um, you know, there's a big to-do about it, and there's a lot of press. And so um, within the last five, six, seven years, there's been a big push to not only celebrate our prominent athletes, um, who are bound to college, but all of our students who are either bound to college or, as we like to say here in Comstock, s students who have um, mapped out a post-secondary plan. So decision day is that time where our seniors can get up on stage in front of their entire, uh, the entire school, in front of all their peers, and announce the plans that they have made for themselves after high school. Um, we had 20 different colleges and universities um, that were represented, 16 of those being four-year institutions, four of those being two-year institutions, uh, most notably our, our partner program here in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Uh, we also had five future apprentices that we're really, really excited about. That apprenticeship piece is something we're really trying to learn more about and, uh, and push um, for students. We have a couple great programs that students can do to kind of get ready for that while in high school. Um, and then we've also celebrated some students who are bound for the world of full-time work, uh, most notably our Mon and Hummel mentorship partnership, which is a really cool program. Mon and Hummel, um, an international manufacturer right here in our hometown, they each year train 10 of our students while in high school. Um, and if they show up for a monthly mentoring session, 
they successfully earn their high school diploma and they pass a drug test, they are uh, hired in as full-time employees, full benefits, pension, health care, you name it. Um, a great, great step out of high school for some 18-year-olds who are making a really good living. And um, we appreciate all of our partners that we celebrated today. One of those partnerships is with Kalamazoo Valley Community College. Comstock students have several ways to incorporate KVCC into their education, both as a post-secondary option and during their high school years. KVCC's president, Dr. L. Marshall Washington, came to the auditorium to be a part of this year's Decision Day program. This was awesome and fantastic. I really enjoy doing things like this because it really kind of makes that connection for students with their next step in their journey for higher education. And so part of that is just putting a face out there because yes, they've met with our admissions staff and, and um, you know, some of them have been on campus for a tour and many of them will get back so they can finish their orientation. But I'm certainly being able, happy to put my hand in theirs and, and welcome them across the stage to say, you've made a great decision. We're gonna take care of you um, while you're with us. One of the students Dr. Washington was able to connect with is Imani Lewis. He asked me, you know, what I was planning on doing. Then he asked me why I was planning on going into communications. I basically told him, you know, I love to speak. I love to talk to people, get to know people. And I love to share, you know, my outlooks on everything and my opinions to people. And I just love the idea of communicating with people. And he was just telling me, you know, to keep that and that Valley would be a great place to start for that. It's not necessarily about applying to a school and getting accepted and then going. It's it, it needs to be carefully calculated. You know, one of the big pushes right now why match is such an important piece is that um, there is an ever growing percentage of not only um, you know American citizens but Michigan citizens and even right here in Kalamazoo County of uh, a population of people who have some college experience but no degree to show for it. And that's that, that population that we need to really zone in on. You know, graduation rates, making sure financial uh, aid is at a right fit to make sure that a student not only goes to college, but they stay in college and then they leave with that credential. Um, you know, and, and that can include some very tough conversations. There, that, there may be a student who has had their heart set on an out-of-state school, um, and they go and visit, and it just doesn't quite feel like home. And that can't be where that student ends up if it's not a place that can be home for four or five years. Keilani Baumgartner announced to her classmates that she would be attending Davenport University with the hopes of earning a bachelor's degree in nursing, with a plan to eventually become an anesthesiologist. I think it's a great day to really represent all of us because not only does it represent the people that are going to colleges and community colleges, but it represents like people going into the skilled trades and people that are just going into the work field or the military. And it really gives a broad spectrum of what we're doing later in life as like our post-secondary options. And it, I think it's a great thing for the seniors as well as the underclassmen to know what they can do later in life. And I feel like it's important to tell everybody, you know, what we're doing, what we're planning on doing. Because last year, I didn't think I was going to college. So seeing the other seniors and other people I was friends with, you know, tell me what their plans were, it inspired me to make a decision of my own. So I feel like it's not only an opportunity for us, but people, underclassmen as well. 
and give credit to our seniors. They have accepted $1.2 million in scholarships and grants to the colleges that they're going to next year. Um, that's free money. That's money that they get to go to school to pay for school. And of that, you know, a good chunk of those kids are almost fully covered. And we're not talking full tuition at just public institutions. You know, we're talking about, you know, a full ride to Albion College, which is upwards of $48,000 a year. And so, again, when you talk about match and you talk about fit, you can't just look at that initial price because sometimes a kid going to Albion can get a better deal cut out than a kid going to Western. Um, even though the you know the total cost at a place like Albion is is nearly is is over double, um, so it's an intricate process and, and one with many of our students being first generation college students. Um, that's why I take a whole lot of pride in the things that I get to do every day. Three, two, one. That's it for this edition of Coldcast. We'd love to hear what you think. You can share feedback with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You'll find us at Comstock PS. You can also let us know what you think on our website. Just go to ComstockPS.org slash news slash Coldcast. You can now find our podcast on iTunes, search for Comstock Public Schools, and then subscribe. Where else do you subscribe to podcasts? Let us know, and we'll make sure to get this podcast listed on that site too. I'm Jason Hall, and I'll be back soon with another installment of Coldcast. Coldcast.